0: prayer amen this month is a subject that i don't think needs any any introduction i think every child of god understands the value and importance of prayer amen in luke chapter 18 verse 1 as we as we get ready you go to luke chapter 18 verse 1 and then first timothy chapter 2 verse 1 and 4 amen amen Luke chapter 18, verse 1, and he spake a parable unto them, that men ought to always pray and not faint. Men ought to always pray and not faint, First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through verse 4. I exalt, therefore, the first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and given of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth, amen, hallelujah, and we want to talk about prayer this morning, amen, prayer, this whole month, we're going to focus on prayer, prayer is old as man, as universal as religion, and extinctive as breathing, and to self, to him also was born a son, and he called his name Enos. then began men to call upon the name of the Lord, Genesis 4, 26, it is practiced in some form by all men of all faiths. Prayer springs from a heart of it with a need, a need greater than man's ability to encounter. Prayer is man's acknowledgement of, of a being higher than himself. Most folks try to pray, yet few know how. There are two kinds of prayers, the prayers that reach God and the prayers that does not. And you see in Luke 18, verse 9 through 14, Jesus tell the parable about two men went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a publican. And the Pharisee prayed, I think that I'm not like this guy, you know, an extortioner, I tithe, I do all these things. And the publican, Jesus said, would not so much as lift up his, his head, but he smoked his breast and said, God forgive me a sinner. He says, I tell you, he went down more justified than The other. Amen. So it is a rare privilege to pray. pray, Because it brings you into close fellowship with God. Admitting you need him and your utter dependence upon him. Jesus said my house should be called the house of prayer. Psalms 102 is the psalmist's prayer. When he was afflicted. When he was overwhelmed. And when he poured out his complaint before the Lord. Hear my prayer, O Lord. And let my cry come unto thee. Hide not thy face from me, and the day when I am in trouble, incline thine ear unto me, and the day when I call, answer me speedily. So during this month, we're going to talk about the importance of prayer. Now, we notice that Jesus says that men ought to always pray and not to faint. So he's telling us if we pray, we won't quit. We won't give up. We won't throw in the towel. What I have found over the years in my ministry is most people stop serving God. The first thing to go is prayer. They stop praying. It's hard to quit when you're talking to the one you love. <laughs> Amen. So you, is, prayer is very important. And notice Paul tells Timothy, he says, I exalt first and most is supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life because this is well pleasing to God. Amen. So prayer really springs off from a need greater than what we can provide ourselves. The things we have to realize is I have to ask myself when I pray, is Am I praying for a want or am I praying for a need? Am I praying for a want or if I'm praying for a need? The Bible says He knows what things I have. Need up. And my God shall supply all my need. Amen. One of the first things the disciples asked Jesus was, Lord, teach us how to pray. And Jesus gives us that model prayer, and over the church age, we have uh most of us pray that prayer, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debts, as we forgive our debtors and lead us not in the temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I learned that as a little child, right? So... But it's a model, amen. But the important thing is is that we must pray. We see that the early church, amen, in its infancy and in its beginning, if you notice in Acts 1, go to Acts 1, amen, starting at verse 13, the church was a praying church. Verse 13, Acts 1, 13. And when they were come in... And they went into the upper room where voted Peter and James and John and Andrew and Philip and Thomas and Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Aphaeus, and Simon the zealot uh, and Judas the brother of James. These all continue with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brethren. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, the number of names together were about 120 men and brethren. The scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guided to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased the field with the reward of iniquity and fallen headlong. He burst as under in the mist, and all his mouths gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers of Jerusalem, and so much at the field is called in the proper tongue, uh, Selah Dama, that is to say the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate, and let another dwell in therein; And his Bishop prick, let another take. Wherefore, of these men which have company with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out amongst us, beginning with the baptism of John unto the same day that he was taken up from us, must one be a to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed two Joseph called Barnabas, Barnabas, excuse me, who was surnamed Justus and Matt Matthias, and notice, they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the heart of all men, show whether of these two thou hast chosen, that we he may take part of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place, and they gave forth their lots, and the lots fell to Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven. Notice, the church start with prayer, amen, and so that's why Jesus says, my house must be called a house, of prayer. If nothing else happened, the church has got to pray. We must pray. We must realize also that we are what? We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. He is in us. So if I am the house of God, then I must play. I must have a constant relationship in my prayer life with Jesus Christ. Paul says in First Thessalonians five eighteen, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. We have got to pray. We cannot stop praying. It is your lifeline. It is your hope to Jesus. When you pray, you've got to believe. Jesus says all things is possible to him that can believe. We have to pray. We know it springs from having a need. So we present our needs to God, and then we have to step back and let him work. God is not on our timeline. We have to allow him the opportunity to work on the need that we have brought to him. Amen. Turn loose the reins for faith. We got to walk by faith and not by sight. As the early church started in prayer, that's why you notice after the outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. You see in Acts 2, after Peter preaches, he says, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises to you to your children, to all that are fall, even as men as the Lord our God shall call, with many other words did he testify to exalt, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. And they that gladly received this word was baptized, and there was added unto them about 3,000 souls, and they continued steadfast in what? The apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayer. That You can't stop what the church started. It was built on that foundation of prayer because God says, my house shall be called a house of prayer. You can't get away at being called the temple of God and not know the doctrine. You've got to stand firm on the doctrine. You've got to continue in fellowship with one another. Amen. You've got to keep breaking bread. You've got to keep getting into the Word of God. You've got to keep praying. Don't ever quit praying. It, that, what does that old bumper sticker says? Seven days without prayer will make one week. Amen. W-E-A-K. Week. Amen. Not W-E-K. You need to pray. It is important that we pray. Now, let me break down some, some things here you need to realize, okay? Your prayer is your prayer life with God. Do not try to compare yourself with anyone else when you pray. Right. First of all, there's no such thing as a prayer warrior, right. okay? No such thing, all right? right? If you get into that mindset, you're going to compare yourself But someone else's prayers. Your prayer is just as important to God as my prayer is. If I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and seek God, I am no more spiritual than you get up at 9. Okay? You talk to God. You present your need to God. Prayer rises out of what? A need. Amen. You are just as much God's child as I am. If you have been born again of the water and the spirit, you have the same relationship. You have the same power. You have the same opportunities to go to God to present your need to him just like I do. Amen. Your prayers. That's what Jesus says with the publican and and the the sinner, basically. I mean, the, the Pharisee, you know. The Pharisees over here, I thank God this. This guy wouldn't even smoke his, lift his head, Jesus said. He said, but he went down more justified. You know, your prayer is important. God hears you. You're his child. Amen. So don't pray, don't compare yourself. To somebody else because they may pray loud or they may pray in tongues or they may pray long hours or whatever. You know, that they're no more spiritual than you are. Yeah. See, so don't you compare yourself. God will hear your prayer. He knows your need. When you take your need to God, you must believe. You have faith. Amen. But God will do what he says he will do. Amen. So you just believe God when you take it to it. He'll work if we let Him. Amen. He's, he's not on our timeline. Amen. So when Solomon dedicated the temple of God, Amen. In First Kings chapter nine, you know when Solomon gets on his knee, what a beautiful prayer. Sometimes in your study, in your time, just read how what Solomon said there. He begins to pray, and God shows up. I mean, there was so much power uh, there that the, the ministers couldn't even minister. And God said to Solomon, he says, I have heard your prayer, and I have put my name here and for perpetual. He says, my name will always be here. He says, but now you need to realize something, Solomon. He says, if you go and you start serving false gods, he says, I'm out of here. Amen. So as long as we follow the pattern, the doctrine, the fellowship, the breaking of bread and prayer, God is going to be there. He can't go away from what he says. See, so we don't want to worship any kind of false gods. So Solomon's prayer, amen, is a good example of us, amen, to follow and to emulate here. We must never think that God is on our timeline. Amen. We tell him faith must work. We got to give faith an opportunity to work. As James says, prayer without faith is dead, right? A faith without works is dead. So prayer without faith is dead. Amen. You got to believe. Faith is like that chain in between. The Paul, Paul says that we have one mediator between God and man. Who is it? The right. Christ Jesus. Amen. So we have to allow him a chance to work. Amen. Right. I go to James chapter 5. James chapter 5. You all know this passage as well. James chapter 5, starting verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Anybody afflicted? <laughs> what is he supposed to do? Pray. Amen. Notice. If any among you is afflicted, let him pray. Are you weary? Are you heavy laden? Tell it to Jesus. You remember that song? Anybody know that song? Oh, man. Let me, let me sing a few verses of it here. Amen. We're going to implement this into the lesson today. One or two. You got it? Okay. Here we go. Are you weary? Are you heavy laden? Tell it to Jesus. Tell it to Jesus. Are you grieving over joy it? Tell it to Jesus all alone. Verse 2. Do the tears flow down your cheeks and biding? Tell it to Jesus. Tell it to Jesus. Have you sins that men's eyes are hidden? Tell it to Jesus alone. Do you fear the gathering clouds of sorrow? Tell it to Jesus. Are you anxious What shall be tomorrow? Tell it to Jesus alone. Are you troubled at the thought of dying? Tell it to Jesus. For Christ's coming kingdom, are you sighing? Tell it to Jesus alone. Notice, tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. He is a friend that's well known. You have no other such a friend or brother. Tell it to Jesus alone. In other words, when you go to your secret garden, when you go into your closet, the things that are troubling you, the things that are plaguing you, you tell it to Jesus. Amen. Amen. You have a talk. What is the song? Just a little talk with Jesus and make it all right. You talk to him. You tell him what is going on. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. What do we wait till the preacher says, Is anybody need to be prayed for? Hello. It says if See, you're supposed to call. Faith. It's got to get in play. you got to have your faith in operation. Amen. So confess your fault one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. Your results will come. You just have to learn how to wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Amen. We should run and not be weary. We walk and not think. Amen. So we have to talk to God. Get in the habit of of sitting down with your coffee cup or whatever you do or out on your patio and just talk to God. Tell him what is going on. He already knows. Amen. So present it to him and just share it with him and you alone. You don't need to tell your stuff to everybody. Right. You know, we can give the enemy ammunition to fight against us if we're not careful. Right. Take it to Jesus. We know that Daniel was the man that prayed what? Thrice each day. He went to God. He, he did not stop praying. Right. And when he needed God, God showed up. Right. He was an on time. You know, Job rose up early in the morning. He sought God, you know, and when he needed him, God shows up. Amen. He won't leave us. He will not forsake us. Amen. We must pray. Amen. And in, in Matthew 26, 41, Jesus says to Peter, he says, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. He says, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Watch and pray. Stay alert. Stay sober. Be vigilant. Amen. Watch and pray. Amen. Stay alert to your surroundings. Know what you need to pray for. Amen. There's always an opportunity to pray. There's always someone that needs prayer. The situations around you, you will be able to see, amen, to be able to intercede for others. You will be able to see the needs of the things you need to take to the Lord. Amen. In our world today, there are so many things that is going on that we could be on our needs all day long, 24 seven. Because there are so many needs that are taking place, from the disasters, to the sicknesses, to the pains, to the schools, to the nations, to the wars and rumors of wars. Amen. We must be able to pray, to have a little talk with Jesus, so that he makes it all right. Amen. Once you find out that when you pray, it gives you that peace, that passive, all understanding. I may not understand my needs and uh, what is going on in my life. I don't know why certain things happen the way that they happen. And I don't know what God is doing by the situations and circumstances that come into my life. But I do know that he will make all things beautiful in his time. So I have to trust him to take care of the things that I have need of when I go to him. And prayer. Amen. When you pray, believe. And you shall receive. Keep praying. Keep re- pushing. Somebody says push. Pray until something happens. Just keep knocking on the door. Keep praying until something happens. Amen. Thy will. You should always say, God, thy will be done. Yeah. On earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So prayer is as old as you are. <laughs> as the universe. Amen. Ian e. Bounds says, Prayer makes a godly man and put within him the mind of Christ. Amen. The mind of humanity, of self-surrender, of service, of pity, and of prayer. If we really pray... We may become more like God or else we will quit praying. Wow. What a powerful statement. If we keep praying, we're going to be like Jesus. But if not, we'll quit. I want to be like him. Amen. That's the overall goal. Is to know him, to be like him. He has given us an example. He rose early and went into a solitary place, and there he prayed. When the man came to him by with his son, and he needed him to, to deliver, he says, I want your disciples, but they didn't have the cure. And Jesus says, this kind goes out for what? Prayer and fasting. And then you have to link them together as well. And when you talk to Jesus, when you get a hold of Him and you begin to build your relationship with Him, you will find soon you'll start to act like Him. Notice what they said of Peter in Acts 4. They took notice of them that they had been with Jesus. The more you pray, the more people are going to start taking notice that you've been with Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Because your outlook, your, your change, your, how you see things are going to be totally different. You know that he has your best interests at heart and he's concerned about what you are. That's why he says to you, fear not little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So you must trust God. You must believe God. You must hold on to the promises that he has made. When you pray, believe, and it shall be done. On your timeline, maybe, but on his, all things work together. Amen. E.M. Bounds goes on and says, Prayer should not be regarded as a duty, which must be performed, but rather as a privilege to be enjoyed. A the light is, always revealed some new beauty. Amen. He will open up. So what is Prayer. Amen. If we look at Matthew chapter 7, Jesus says, asked, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. To him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom in his son as bread, will he give him a stone?" Or if he asked of a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you didn't been evil, know how to give, gives, give good gifts to your children. How much more shall your heavenly Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that asked him? Amen. So we see here that prayer is asking and receiving. It is talking with God. It is making your request known to him by faith. Number A on your paper says prayer is asking and receiving. When you know the will of God regarding a need, whether it be material or spiritual, you can ask Him, ask Him, and receive. This is praying according to the revealed will of God. First John chapter five, verse fourteen through fifteen. And this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. Amen. And if we know that we hear us, we ask, we have what? The petition, the supplications that we desire of him. That's what the writer of Hebrews tell you. Cast not away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. For yet in a little while, he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just have got to live by faith. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. You are waiting on God to answer your prayer. So don't throw away your confidence. Paul says, I am confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So prayers, ask him and then receive him well, when you know the will of God regarding the need. Go to 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18 and drop down to verse 20. Amen. We know this story as well. You, you remember when Elisha comes to Mount Carmel and the people has been worshiping Baal. They've been having dinner at Jezebel's house. You know, all that stuff. Verse eighteen, start down. Let's start around verse twenty. So Ahab sent to all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. And Elisha came to all the people and said, How long have you between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. And if they'll, then follow him. And the people answer him not a word. Then said Elisha unto the people, I, even I, only remain a prophet of the Lord but their prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on the wood and put no fire under. And call ye on the name of your God and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answered by fire let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose you one bullock for yourselves, and dress it first. And you are many, and call on the name of your God. But put no fire under. And they took the bullock which was given them, and they dressed it, and called on the name of Baal from morning even until noon. saying, All Baal hear us. But there was no voice nor any that answer, and they leaped upon the altar with which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he's talking, or he's in pursuing, or he's in a journey or venture he's asleep and must be awoken. Think about this. He's poking fun at them. And they cried aloud and cut themselves and they and, and after their banner with knives and lancers lancets until the blood gushed out upon them, and it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the even sacrifice, that there was neither voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. And Elisha said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elisha took twelve stones according to the manner of the tribes of the son of Jacob, and whom the words of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order and he cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, fill four barrels of water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And they did so. And he said, do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time. And they did it a third time. You need to realize something here. It hasn't rained for three and a half years. Water is a precious commodity. (laughs) And he's pouring it over the sacrifice. Amen. And the water ran around about the altar and he filled the trench with all also with water. And it came to pass. At the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that Elisha the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifices and the woods and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the churches And when all the people saw it, they fell on their face, and they said, the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. Amen. Notice that he knew what God had said. He knew it was God that had sent him, amen, to perform this act. And and so this is why we see here, amen, he knew the will of God. That God wanted to turn the people's hearts back to him. Amen. And so he prayed according to the revealed will of God, and it happened. We have to get into the mindset. What is God's will? God, what will you have me to do? Amen. We need to learn how to pray the will of God. God, what is your perfect will? If God is not willing that any should perish, then we should be praying for people not to perish. Amen. This is the knowing of how to pray for the divine will of God. In Second Chronicles 20, we see that Jehoshaphat knew the desired will of God. Amen. When they was told Jehoshaphat that Ammon, Seir, and Moab was coming out against them, where did he go? He went right back to the house of God, the temple, because a, a, a Jehoshaphat was the scribe for Solomon. He was there when Solomon dedicated the temple. And that's why when you see that in Second Chronicles, his prayer, he knew what God had said. He knew what Solomon had prayed. And so he prayed the same thing. And he says, God, you said. And so what did God say? Let's go back and see what God said. (laughs) Amen. We'll jump to 2 Chronicles 7. Sorry, verse 11. 2 Chronicles 7, verse 11. Then Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house, and all that came into Solomon's heart made in the house of the Lord and his own house he purposely, prosperously, excuse me, effected. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer, and I have chosen this place for myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up the heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins, and I will heal the land. Amen. So the promise was there. So Jehoshaphat just brought back to God what he said. God, you said. Amen. And so as a result, God heard him. And that's why you see God smoke and says, "Jehoshaphat, the battle is not yours, it is the Lord's. The battles are not yours, it is the Lord's." Amen. You are his child. We are promises heirs to the promises Of Almighty God. So we can take our needs to the Lord. We can take our prayers to the Lord. And we can trust Him and believe Him. He will come through. Amen. In His time, He makes all things beautiful in His time. Prayer is seeking and finding. When you do not know the will of God regarding a need, whether it be material or spiritual, then you are to seek his will, number B on your paper, seek his will in prayer concerning this until you find it. This is prayer for knowledge of the revealed will of God for a specific need. Amen. Isaiah 55, 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him. While he is near, let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will abundantly pardon. Amen. For my ways are not your ways, and neither are my thoughts your thoughts, saith the Lord. Amen. So we've got to realize, David prayed in Psalms 34. Amen. He says in Psalms 34, You there? I will bless the Lord part of the time. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Right. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked upon him and was alive and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angels of the Lord encamped the land about them that fear him and deliver them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Amen. For fear the Lord, ye his saint, for there is There's no want to them that fear him. The young lion do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall want no good thing. Seek the Lord. Amen. Go after him. Praise God. Now notice, turning your Bibles to First Samuel chapter 30. First Samuel chapter 30. And we'll start with verse 1. You there? Amen. And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziglag, on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the South in Ziglag, and smitten Ziglag, and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captive that were therein, they slew not any either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burnt with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters was taken captives. Then David and the people that was with him lifted up their voice and wept, and they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives. Aholam and the Jezerite, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Comanite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stone in him, because of the souls of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abinitar the priest, Ahimelech, son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephog. And Abinatar brought thither the ephog to David. And David and cried of the Lord, saying, "Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them?" And he answered him, "Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail." recover all. So David went, he and all 600 men that was with him and came to the brook Besor were those that were left behind. Amen. Say Now notice what he did. He didn't know what the situation was. He don't know if his family is dead. He don't know if his men's families are dead. Amen. But he had a mindset to go to God. Is seeking and finding. Amen. He, he regarding a need here, whether material or spiritual. He sought God. He says, bring me the ephod. He went to God and he asked God, God shall I pursue? And God says, pursue and you shall recover all. And when you finish reading this chapter, you find that David recovered everything. Amen. So that is praying. Amen. Seeking God. Because you don't know what the outcome is. You don't know what is happening. But you want the will of God. You want to be able to seek Him. Jeremiah 29, the Lord says, For I know the thoughts which I think of you, said the Lord, to give you an expected end. God has nothing but your best interest at heart. Amen. So we need to seek Him while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near. Amen. And, 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 and when you look at uh, Genesis 32, we know the story of Jacob. Amen. When Jacob is coming home. God told him to go home, but he don't know what's going to happen over here. Amen. His brother said, I'm killing you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so he, and when he comes to the fort of Jabok, he sends everybody else across, but Jacob gets along with God. He says, I've got to have an answer. I've got to have a sure answer. Amen. For myself. And so he gets along, and there he wrestled with the man until the breaking of the day. And notice, this is where Jacob's name is changed from Jacob to Israel. And he says, you have prevailed against man and with God. You have favor with God and with man. So when Jacob crossed that threshold, he knew. He had his answer. Amen. Because if not, I don't think he'd have fallen across. Amen. You have got to be able to seek God. And when you have that peace, that passeth all understanding, just continue on. Let's keep worshiping. Just keep magnifying. Just keep exalting God. Because I will leave you. I will not forsake you. Amen. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Amen. Prayer is knocking and opening. When you know the will of God and yet you find a closed door, you are to knock and keep knocking until God opens the door. This is tenacious prayer. Prayer for mountain moving faith. Knock in prayer perseveres until the impossible becomes the possible. This is miraculous working prayer. Amen. Look at Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7, verse 24 through 30. The Syrophoenician woman. Mark chapter 7. Verse 24. And from thence he arose and went unto the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into an house and would have no man know it, but he could not hide himself, could be hid. For a certain woman whose young border had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation. And she brought him, that he, besought him, that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. And Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. She comes, but she finds the door is shut. And he, she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said to her, for this sin go thy way. Thy daughter is gone. The devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out and her daughter laid upon her bed. Notice, the door was shut. Amen. The disciples tried to send her away, but she kept pursuing. She kept persisting, Amen. And Jesus is all oh, woman. Great is your faith, Amen. We just to keep pursuing, Amen. When the door seems shut, don't give up. Right. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock. And the door will be open unto you for everyone that asketh, it, receiveth, it, everyone that seeketh findeth, and everyone that knocketh the door will be open unto you. Abraham Lincoln says, "I have been driven many times upon my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My own wisdom and that of all about me seemed insufficient for that day. Amen. You Amen. You gotta go to God. When all else fell, try Jesus. Yes, <laughs> He's a friend that is well known. We have no other such a friend, a brother. Tell it to Jesus alone. Amen. So prayer is essential. Prayer is, is so important. Amen. Don't ever give up. Amen. They were saying you never know how close you be. If you had not quit. Amen. That one more prayer might have been what turn to take. That one more prayer might have been what's, what opened the windows of heaven. Amen. There's so many examples throughout the scriptures. And so we're going to be talking about these, some prayer this month and the importance of prayer. Amen. Things that hinders prayer, why we should pray. Amen. All this is good. Amen. But my house must be called the house of prayer. And you are the temple. Amen. So you got to have that prayer life. Just a little talk with Jesus. Make it all right. Amen. God bless you. Let's take a small break here this morning.